0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, You see how it is written that the Christ would suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that in his name repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached to all the nations Beginning from Jerusalem, you are witnesses to this. And now I am sending down to you what the Father has promised. Stay in the city then, until you are clothed with the power from on high. Then he took them out as far as the outskirts of Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. Now as he blessed them, he withdrew from them, and was carried up to heaven. They worshipped him, and then went back to Jerusalem, full of joy. And they were continually in the temple, praising God. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord has the time come are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel the apostles ask just at the moment when Jesus is about to be taken up into heaven and we can understand their dismay we can sense their disappointment for 40 days they've been with the risen Jesus they've experienced his victory and It seems that this must surely be the climactic point of what he's been preaching for the last three years. The coming of the kingdom of God. Surely it must be now that Jesus is going to restore the kingdom. And yet he seems to be taking leave from them. What Jesus had preached had spoken to them in such a profound way about their hope. For the Messiah. The hope for a Messiah who would come, who would wipe away every tear, would drive away the Romans from the land of Palestine, and would restore the kingdom to Israel. As we sense their disappointment, I think today we can find in Jesus' answer a light for our own disappointments in life. All those moments we have where God hasn't answered our expectations. Where God hasn't intervened in the way that we thought or hoped that he would. There's two lessons in Jesus' response to them. Firstly, that he's not doing less than what they hoped, but more. They had hoped for a king who would ascend to the throne of David. And Jesus is ascending to a throne, his throne. A much more exalted throne than the one that they were thinking of. It's what we sang about in the psalm. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. God is king over all the earth god is king over the nations god reigns on his holy throne they're witnessing an enthronement and what what an incredible enthronement it is not just a messiah mounting to the throne of david but the lord mounting to the throne of god himself to be not just the king of israel but the king of all the earth. Not just the king of the Jews, but the king who rules over all the nations. That's why their mission will now be to go not only to Jerusalem and Judea, but also to Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. Often when God seems to disappoint our expectations and our hopes, it's because we hope for too little. And he's in the process of achieving something much, much greater in our lives, the full consummation of which we haven't yet seen. Another aspect that can shed light on our disappointments, on our failed expectations, is the fact that fundamentally what they ask him to do is to do something for them. They want him to act and for them, in their favor, to restore the kingdom to Israel. But he doesn't want to just do something for them. He wants to do something through them. He's going to associate them to this work of bringing about his kingdom throughout the whole world. Not just him doing it for them and restoring the political kingdom that they were hoping for, but associating them, making them the heralds whose job is to spread the good news even to the ends of the earth. It's a bit like the big issue. You know the slogan of the big issue. Not... A handout, but a hand up. I guess the other way around. A hand up, not a handout. Jesus doesn't want to just do something for us. He wants to work powerfully through us. He's going to send the apostles a power from on high. The power of the Holy Spirit. So that this kingdom that they long for, or rather this kingdom that is so much more than they ever longed for, can come about not just for them but through them. For us too that can be a light. We want God to do things for us. We come to him in prayer and we ask him to intervene in our life. Maybe to change a colleague's heart for example. Someone who is causing us trouble. But quite often God wants to give us power from on high so that we can be the ones to reach out to that colleague in charity so that we can be the way in which God's kingdom comes about for that person and their heart can be changed. Let's ask the Lord Jesus to send that power from on high upon us the Holy Spirit that we will be interceding for in a special way over this novena of the time between the Ascension and Pentecost. Just like the apostles in the upper room, let's all be fervent in prayer with Mary, our mother, asking the Lord to send his Holy Spirit upon the church today. She really needs it. We all really need the Holy Spirit, sent upon us in a fresh outpouring so that God can do more in our lives than we ever dreamt of, so that God can do things that we hoped for us through us.